I'm Tegan and I just gym a few times a week. I don't really do anything else, but like I just post some of that on Instagram um, at Tegan BBG and I just like sharing kind of what I do and what I eat and it's really fun and like there's lots of interaction with people and like I don't know, it's like such a great online fitness community um, that I really like being a part of. And what, what what made you get started in that? Like what? Um, so I never had too much interest in sport or fitness growing up, um, or at uni- at school or anything like that. But um, when I moved away from home and went to Melbourne and started living there, I wasn't very healthy because I was seventeen. You know, I just moved out. I had no idea how to cook for myself, no idea how to feed myself. So I started getting into quite an unhealthy lifestyle, and I really didn't like that because I normally was quite healthy. Um, so I think I needed something kind of dramatic like that to force myself to start thinking about my body a bit and thinking about how to be a bit healthier, how to change my lifestyle around. So it was basically that initial period of of transitioning to uni and living alone that made me need to be healthy again. So that's when I started the BBG program um, by Kayla Itzenis, and that's when I started my Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And did you ever did you ever think that like you know people would get like inspired by you? Not at all. I was so inspired by everyone else. <laughs> And I saw that Kayla would post um, all these transformation photos by all these girls. And, like, I had been following that for years before I started anything. And it was through that that I knew that people did this kind of fitness Instagram, like, accountability sort of page. And so I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to stick to it unless I have some sort of reason, like, some sort of consistency. And so I made um, the account purely so I could post one <clears throat> health, <clears throat> sorry, one health and fitness thing um, every day. And so I think kind of always having that at the back of my head made me focus and made me consistent because I was like, oh, I have to post one thing. Like for no reason other than for myself. Um, and that was just a really great way to transition into making health and fitness like part of your daily routine. And was it like the accountability that kind of kept you going? I think so. I think it was just because it's very difficult um, at the very beginning to make this part of your lifestyle and to make this what you want to do. And especially if you haven't done it before, like me, I was so not used to it. But um, making sure that I was eating slightly okay and making sure I was gymming relatively often, like all these things came quite naturally after forcing myself to do it every single day. And then from there, um, I started to really enjoy it. I started to see progress. Like it became a very positive thing for me. And the Instagram kind of just kept helping that because every time I would post some random thing about me eating like oatmeal, like there'd be some beautiful girl who would reply to me and be like, yay, you're doing so well. And I really liked that dynamic that um, my Instagram provided for me. And it just went from there. And, like, it's still like that. And I love that. And, yeah, yeah, like the community and all that. Like Exactly. I mean, it's so weird because now you can connect with people from across the world, of course. Um, exactly. 
you know, you're from Australia, which I love your accent, by the way. I don't know. I don't, oh, know, okay. I don't know what that is about us as Americans. I don't know if you talk, you know, if you're from the other side of the world, you, you just, it, yeah. your voice just fascinates us or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just very different. Mm -hmm. I, I always wonder how y'all sound like I said y'all because I'm from Texas. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, but we're not all cowboys and stuff, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, um, like, I wonder how I sound to you in your head. Yeah. Like, it's always... I think for Australians and for other people, we're a lot more used to American accents from movies and stuff. So even if we can tell it's an American accent, it's kind of like, like we're, we're very aware of that. <clears throat> Whereas like Australians, I don't know. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite dramatic in like movies. And then I think that's all people have ever heard. And so I don't know that might, what is, like, the big misconceptions of, like, Australians? Like, is there something? Um, I don't know. We fit our stereotype pretty nicely, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, what, what are some things that you would assume about Australia or Australians? Uh, fish on the bar. I don't know. It's the, the way I talk. <laughs> I, think, I think people just don't know too much about Australia. I think that would be the case. Mm. Like, you don't know anything, like, specifically. Um so they just wouldn't really know what to expect. Um, like, I guess not all of Australia is a desert. Like, mm -hmm. But you can see koalas and kangaroos quite easily as well. So it's like, it's difficult to kind of like say, I don't know. Well, what I hear all the time is like, everything tries to kill you, all the bugs, the whatever. No, that's fine. Everything's fine. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, don't know. I, I know if it's beautiful and stuff, but then I'm it depends also... where you live. Uh, I would say like the cities are all quite normal, but as soon as you leave the cities, um, wildlife starts getting a bit hectic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 so fascinating to me how I don't know like different our cultures are like it's yeah it's like wow, and y'all watch American movies, which I thought was always strange, you know, like yeah. I mean, I guess that's just what's churned out and made accessible so easily. So everyone just can watch American movies. But, I mean, it's not like we just watch Australian movies all day, every day either. <laughs> I think well, that's the good thing about Australia. Like, we're quite multicultural um, in certain aspects. And there's a lot of diversity here, which I love, especially in Melbourne as a city. Um, so it's really easy for us to kind of access all sorts of cultures. And I don't know, that's quite unique in some regards. And like, I don't know. I just feel like that's something that we, I don't know. We, I feel like we told kangaroos are there. That's where the kangaroos yeah. are from. Um, um, how y'all talk, you know, you know, Hey mate yeah, yeah. or matey or whatever you want to say. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's very different. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. But, you know, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's so fascinating. Cause, yeah, for sure. Have you traveled much? Uh, not. I mean, I've been out of the country, you know, but not like uh, not Australia or anything like that. I've been to. Okay. Probably. You should visit one day for sure. Uh, what Like, what is a good place to go? Because I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm like, I don't want a bug to kill me. I don't want a snake or whatever. I mean, down here it's pretty bad too, but. I mean, you can just go to like beaches and like places that are like really beautiful like that like there's not that much that will kill you around that <laughs> maybe that's just something i was told as a kid just it's mainly like going into the bush 
and like the bushland and stuff like there'll be a lot of animals around there Mm -hmm. but it's still fine like if you're not stupid about it nothing will really kill you (laughs) i don't know yeah that's interesting i mean i've been to mexico many times Uh uh-huh that sounds amazing i would love to go to mexico yeah and uh i mean canada of course it's our neighbor and it's it's just so i don't know yeah like your culture is different i think i don't know yeah yeah I like that y'all watch our movies. That's always like helpful. <laughs> like I can start a conversation on with that. But like anything else, I'm just like mm. you're just unsure. Yeah, no, that's great. Something completely new. Mm-hmm. And like I always forget, like y'all, your your Christmas is summer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. People always forget that. And like, um, I saw like a Santa Claus or whatever. Like someone dressed as Santa Claus. Sorry if anyone you know did not listening doesn't know Santa Claus is not real, but. There was. Oh no! You just ruined that. Uh huh. So like it's it 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 was like a Santa Claus. He doesn't wear like the what we think in the U.S. is um, you know, he wears like a fur coat. He wears this and that. Yeah. There he's like wearing like a tank top. Like uh. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so weird that that's something different and. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like wow. Oh I'm like it's hot no, over there, and it, it's really hot over there. I didn't know that it got that hot. Yeah, yeah, it gets crazy hot in Australia. Yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, Australia. I don't know. Maybe one day. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, you may as well. You gotta go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It's. I think it's. I think it's beautiful. That's all I know. <laughs> but but back to what we were talking about. Like, what what made you get like all this? I mean, you're. I don't know. I've, I'm just fascinated by people. I don't know why. It's it's a weird thing. So, you know, you got into kind of like this fitness place, and what do you like? What do you do? Do you do you just feel like are you trying to grow a brand? What what's going on? I think at this point, because I'm still in uni, mm-hmm. um, I'd prefer to just focus on that and then have this be like a really fun account that I just uh-huh. post as I go like I don't I try not to think about it too much I try to just let it come very naturally and I'd like to leave it like that for now just because I I I can't prioritize anything else aside from study but maybe next year I could um do some other things and like I don't know I I don't know what my options are to branch out into I would love to do more because it's so fun but um at this point I think it's just you know quite um an interesting little side hobby yeah yeah and i think it's so weird that i don't know you said uni and i, I you know my brain doesn't function that way you guys say school right okay 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 so the <laughs> all right so uh we're backwards we okay so we use the met y'all use the metric well every other country uses a metric system we use a different system so yeah so school can be general like everything else you know it's hard for for me to tell you this but then we have college and university those are two different things you can be in college without being in a uni is university that's yeah yeah it it's very hard to explain because we have a lot of different things so you go from what's the difference between college and university so college is a usually a two two two-year program sometimes a four and then university is all four which which it's different over there i know it's like three years okay but yeah I, I don't know it's weird here this is how we do it i don't know yeah yeah because when i'm like i had a lot of american friends last year and they would call 
university school. Like they would call anything school. Yeah, school, school. And school to us would just purely be primary school or high school. And so that was really strange. <laughs> oh, see, that's, that's... And we explicitly call university uni only. Mm. Um, so, like, to not have that distinguishing kind of, like, term, it was really strange. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, school can be anything. Like, I, as long as you... Yeah. Like, it's like a learning environment. Like, you're going to school. Or does it, it might be college. Mm. And here... Like, it makes sense, but it's just, like, weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and in America, we don't have primary school. We have elementary, then we have middle school, then high school. Yeah, see, we don't divide um, into middle school and high school. It's just all one big high school. See, that? that's, I don't know, it's so strange. Yeah. It's very simple for us. It's just, yeah, six years primary school, six years high school, and then university, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So what are you studying at uni? I was wondering. <laughs> that. Ooh, I just got Oh, my God. Um, I study neuroscience, Ooh, neuroscience. Um, at, yeah, at the University of Melbourne, so... That's pretty fun sometimes. <laughs> so you're just like a huge nerd? Is that? No, I'm just not doing well. Oh, it's... <laughs> it's, I just have to spend a lot of time studying. Um, but it's it's very interesting. And yeah. So can you drop like knowledge for me? Because I don't, I don't know anything. Drop knowledge for you. Um, uh, we store all the memory that we have. Mm-hmm. Um and then it just creates pathways in our brain. It just depends whether or not we can access it. Um, what else is there? Spiciness isn't like a flavor. It's just pain. Wait, <laughs> like what? it's not actually taste. Like So there's sweet and sour and like all that kind of stuff. And they're genuine tastes and like flavors that your tongue detects. Yeah. But spiciness is just pain. Like... All whoa, it does whoa. is create like pain in your mouth. You just destroyed my reality right now. Okay, so I hate spicy food, so now I'm just like, now I know why. <laughs> so you just register it as pain. I, exactly. I, I, we start spicy. Like it's completely separate. What? That doesn't make it because when I think of <laughs> spicy food, hey, it's hot and it gives you. Oh, I guess. Oh, that makes sense now. Right? It's just pain. Yeah, it's just a specific type of pain, or it's just how people kind of like process that pain if they like it or not. But it's literally just pain. There's nothing else to it. Oh, okay. So if someone like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I just <laughs> got 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 some knowledge shaft on me. All right. So, so everyone, you know, spicy food is just pain. Oh, what? There you go. Okay. Well, I did not know that. That was a good tidbit right there. Um, there you go. <laughs> that, all right. So what made you get into, like, why neuroscience? Why, why, why not, like, I don't know, something else? I mean, neuroscience is just so interesting to me. I mean, it's literally our brain, and we know so little about it, which I find quite funny. Um, like, there's just so much new content coming out all the time. There's so many new um, research projects going on. And I originally got into it via a more philosophical mm-hmm. kind of place, which is like an interesting way to get into it. Um, but basically from there, you kind of explore the mind a lot. And I found that really interesting. So I was like, what's like a realistic way to be able to do this? Um, that is like still com- somewhat like career practical, but like still in an area that I really enjoy. And neuroscience seemed to fit that. I could kind of like still look at what the brain and the mind was doing and how that's created. But like, I mean, I could do my own more philosophical take on it. I don't know. That was my plan at the time. It's obviously a lot more sciencey than I like originally expected, but 
it's it's been quite interesting for sure yeah yeah i don't know like it's so weird like you know we've gone so far in like other subjects you know like we don't know anything about like the brain or the body really exactly like there's certain things that it's like we we pretty much know all there is to know right now as far as like um you know how like the blood works or how like particular immune defenses or like there are certain aspects you know we can see all these like organs and how they work but with the brain like we know nothing pretty much and I find that so interesting and, like, it seems like a really cool area to get into. Yeah, then you start talking about, like, serotonin. Like, it just gets serotonin and dopamine. And yeah, yeah. You. Then you're just, exactly. like, and, like, you know, and then, like, you know, certain people have certain pieces of, like, okay, I have a good question here. Like, you know, that, that you know, that, like, I don't know if it's a myth. I, I always think it's a myth. It's, like, you know, we only use, like, 10% of my, our brain or whatever. Yeah, I think that got, like, disproved like recently like that wasn't the case i'm not too clear on what is the case but i think that's something that came up um and i don't know i'm sure it works to a degree like that because the brain is like it's like what is the brain and what the connections are isn't what we can feel or think or like our consciousness like it doesn't translate directly like that because there's so many connections but um yeah i just know that they they really really don't know too much about the brain and like that's just so cool yeah yeah and i think it's so weird like especially we're talking about memories like yeah i'm like memories are like the worst thing like if if (laughs) if anyone has to tell you a story about something that happened it's like you don't know how that happened because you you forget exactly exactly misplay stuff and you add stuff you know sometimes like there's no way that you can know if something's purely accurate, even if that's how you remember it. Mm-hmm. And, like, people can remember completely fake things. Like, they do a lot of experiments where they try to kind of, like, create situations and then follow through with, like, stimulus. And then you'll literally change someone's memory completely just by asking the right question. Yeah. And, like, that's such a crucial part. Like, that's how neuroscience comes into, you know, so many other fields when it's just relevant in, like, just day-to-day situations and stuff like it's just so interesting yeah it's 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 weird because like like you know there's there's like the traditional science you know you got your chemistry your biology uh, but then you got like neuroscience which is like this 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 mixed combo of stuff like it's it's about your brain it's about psychology it's about like it just adds so many aspects it's and exactly exactly like i love that it can be combined with so many different Mm -hmm. things and like i think that's what really drew me to it and still kind of makes me quite interested in it because I don't know, like I, I don't love a lot of other types of science. Like I wouldn't consider myself to be quite a sciencey person. So neuroscience stands out quite uniquely like that because I'm still enjoying it and I'm still willing to kind of like put in the time and effort to learn about it. So I'm hoping that I can find some interesting field that combines a lot of aspects as well as neuroscience. Oh yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think I don't know, like I don't know. It has like philosophy to it as well. Like you know, exactly, exactly. Which is I love quite philosophy. Rare. I, I, man, I could I've read so many philosophy books. Like I, oh really? I love philosophy too. What kind of things do you read? I mean, I've read I read Jung. I were, I've read pretty much anyone who you could name that is like you know traditional. Uh huh. Also, you know, um, ec- with economic theories, I like that stuff too okay yeah um i mean it it's there's so much to like learn like 
I mean, you got Descartes, who was like one of those exactly. first people that, like, man, he just he just questioned everything and the the, yeah. the way he presents himself. But I also like Taoism, you know, like the 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 good mm-hmm. and evil kind of aspect yeah. and how they're that... so different, right? Like how people approach this. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a very interesting field. Yeah, and there's just like no easy way. Like I read one person, and then the other person says no. Exactly. To, to the same theory. Like uh, I think I was reading Nietzsche. I'm not sure who it was in Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Oh yeah, Nietzsche, the German philosopher. Mm-hmm. And he, I was trying to explain to someone how, like, you know, that one line he said, everyone just go straight for it. It's like God is dead, and he was, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta look at this more deeply. You read like one little piece of what he said. You, you yeah. Know, he had like all this this whole argumentation of. And he wasn't even yeah. saying that God is dead. He was saying something. He, was- he has such like a thorough background on everything. Like that's the thing. Like they really critically analyze just every single aspect of whatever their field is. And like, I don't know, it's just so great. Like it's just so fascinating. There's always so much to learn from that kind of theory. Like last year I did a course on Kierkegaard. So the Danish philosopher. And that was so fascinating. Like it, that was amazing to study. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how the philosophy changes or new types of you know kind of form you know so. yeah and then like it's hard to say i forget who the first like the first philosopher that we agree i think it was thalus or thelius or something and his was just like questioning consciousness kind of very little yeah but it was interesting how he kind of opened the door and then, i mean like like people don't understand everything's built on something else especially with philosophy exactly and you know before, yeah, before. they're just trying to deconstruct everything that they know, mm. and everyone just does it in a completely different way. But it's just, yeah, it's so interesting for sure. Yeah, but it's so hard. Like, I don't know. I feel like everyone is pretty much biased, you know, if they follow one path. <laughs> I'm like, gosh. I mean, most people don't even want to think about it or kind of explore that. They just, they're willing to accept everything. Mm. So it's it's just the ones who are willing to kind of see if there's more to everything. Like, that's the ones that will kind of, like, be curious and they'll just continue to pursue um, what they know. And then that's how you get, like, more philosophical people, I guess. It's, it's hard to talk to someone about philosophy. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not something you just bring up, hey, you know, this and that. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone's quite willing to have a conversation about it. Like, one of my favorite, uh, I, don't know, I would like, current philosophers. Well, I don't know if he's a philosopher, but Jordan Peterson is one of my favorite doctor mm-hmm. he, he really breaks everything down but he's a psychologist which is weird because yeah. yeah see that's when it starts like the fields start overlapping and stuff nowadays and i, I really like that because before you could just be you know a full-time philosopher mm-hmm. and just sit there and you know write all the essays and just I hope people read them one day like i don't know i'm sure there's still people who that do that now but um more than anything there's people now who um, just have like a quite an extensive background in philosophy, but they do other fields and like I don't know. I just I find that really great. Like I would love to do something like that one day. I don't know. There's quite a few um, areas, well not areas, but like study that combines neuroscience and philosophy or neuroscience and ethics, and I think that's really great. So I don't know if I can get into that. I'd love to. Oh my god, ethics plays a huge role that I never like yeah because ethics and like medicine or science in general is like quite big already Mm -hmm. um let alone neuroscience and then like what is not ethical what is like it's like choosing what exactly like there is no i always try like you know especially that 
if you it depends which approach you take i mean you can take other approaches but if you think about it there's no right or wrong there's just you're designing kind of a construction of of ethics and these ethics change and you know with all yeah exactly with all like the epistemology that you've learned or all the knowledge you you're just putting pieces together and trying to figure out what the best system is and exactly like they're just trying to find some sort of structure that works for the most part but even then you're not really going to find something that will always be applied Mm -hmm. um but like that's like making things into rules and laws and stuff is the only way that you can kind of solidify something like that for everybody but that's also just not how it works and i think philosophy is just really great at kind of exploring that yeah yeah but it's also hard to determine what our laws and you they don't update like you know exactly (laughs) all right so like like every situation is completely different so you can't it's just so difficult to apply things like that like your phone updates every like two months like and your your laws your rules all, all these policies they don't update as much exactly and then you're following like uh, over here you know, i think it was in california there was a law which in, it was like cow's milk is like as rich as, as as gold if you throw it away that you can get arrested for it of course no one enforced the law um, mm. but it was still took them forever to take it out it was like 100 years ago and yeah i was like Gosh. yeah like that's ridiculous like thinking about stuff like that and you're like can you imagine if this was the case for like every like so many other types of laws? Like that's just not acceptable. Mm-hmm. But it's just like what else are you gonna do? I don't know. It's just it's definitely a very interesting area. Yeah, neuroscience, man. I can't like like the stuff that goes through our brains and like what <laughs> like I just like oh my gosh. So like I'm like right now the dopamine that's you know talk like this. <laughs> yeah. If you think about like what you're doing right now, like oh, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I, I try to, you know, chill out because, like, I always feel like I, I overanalyze things. I don't know how to say that. Okay. Because, like, you look yeah. at something, you know, I'm, you've got to be, a, I mean, a lot of people are, you know, I go, go with the flow sometimes just because, like, you know, I don't want whatever. And if you're calculated, like, sometimes I am very calculated, like, this mm-hmm. does this, this does that. I mean, I think that's just because I love, like, physics and other stuff like that, that, that mm-hmm. is less mysterious i mean i mean it is mysterious like when you go into the quantum level but yeah when you're talking about like classical mechanics i mean we pretty much know everything i mean, so i mean the, 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 not that we know everything i'm just saying that we, we yeah have yeah no for sure we have quite like a, a good understanding mm-hmm. i say there's, how there's, there's levels to everything so like like i don't know physics is like up here and then you got you got like neuroscience like in terms of how much we know like, <laughs> exactly, it's way exactly. Down over like we could of course everyone goes towards the atom bomb the atom bomb was made you're literally splitting an atom you can destroy yeah you could actually yeah, like destroy- we've come so far in so many other areas but mm-hmm. in neuroscience we're just still quite in the dark i just think we don't focus on that i mean it's like like you hear about it and we don't put funding or we don't course that's capitalism at the best because it it naturally chooses whatever we pick to be the thing you know whatever you consume if you can you know if you buy phone if you buy phone then that money the company gets the money they make more phones they make more laptops they make more computers Uh, it's just that's how it is exactly uh, and like you know capitalism isn't perfect of course but i don't know i don't know i just feel like whenever someone brings up marxism i'm like oh gosh 
<laughs> I'm like, that didn't work. You want to try it again? Oh my God. Go ahead. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's strange. And then, I don't know. I feel like it's interesting. It is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And what is like, what philosophy do you follow? Like everyone has like kind of an idea of like what they go with. Are you very like analytical? Like, um, I don't know. I think definitely every situation is completely different. So you can't have like a very rule based application of philosophy just because that's just not going to work out for the most part. So I guess if you have good intentions, then like it will hopefully work out to some degree. But I also love like deterministic philosophy where it's like, there's nothing you can do about anything. So just, it's fine. Just do whatever. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I go, I go with, con- oh, I can't even say, uh, consequentialism. Uh, it's just, I feel like that's, okay. that's my method. Okay. So say you're going to do something right. And I'll, I'll go with the, the, the most extreme example I can go with. You're going to rob a bank, okay? All right, so if you're going to rob this bank, how are you going to get the money? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? Of course, that's a planning. And mm-hmm. the consequences is if you get caught, you're going to jail. Okay, everybody knows that. Yeah. And everybody thinks about it. So that's more like, like a utilitarianism type of approach. Mm-hmm. Everything just depends on its consequences. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Sometimes you don't know the consequences. Like people are so afraid yeah. of the unknown. The unknown is the scariest thing that can be. Yeah. Because you don't know if it's gonna be. Like... But that's what the entire type of consequentialism is based on. Mm-hmm. It's based on like predicting what's going to happen or like knowing what your actions are going to lead to. Yeah, and sometimes you can't really like, like if you think of yeah. like a field or something, you're there's so many different directions you can take. Exactly. And it's an infinite amount of directions with like a finite amount of you. Like you yeah. have a, There's a, only so much you can do. And you know, there's a time limit. There you know, once you add all this this things that kind of focus you, it really it can lead you off to a good path or a bad path or you know, and good and bad is very relative. Like, you know, you might get a bad path but it's not as bad as this other thing, you know? And I, Yeah, exactly. And everyone tries to tries to figure that out but it's it's interesting that that's i don't know i took i always took that kind of approach because everybody has a system there's not a one mm. i mean i i add stuff you know there's other things like oh, okay like the worst one i i've heard is like okay so say you're on a train the train's on the tracks there's 10 people in front of the train and there's one person you could you could mm-hmm. just tip the train over turn it a little yeah. and kill that one person instead of those 10 people which one yeah. would you do? And it's like, man, that's a tough question. Because then that comes down to like accidentally killing or like intentionally killing. Mm-hmm. But like, but not even accidentally because you're aware of the situation. So then either way, you're still technically choosing to kill 10 over 1. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, like my approach is like, I will, like, my approach would be like, I would try not to kill anyone. That'd be my number one option. Then my number two, it's just how we kind of cope and it's really strange and yeah and of course chemicals play a role which we don't know how much like i always feel like come on you got to give me a percentage like uh like t- say for in university you know like what your grade depends on is like 20 percent this 30 percent that five percent this or whatever way they do it or like this is like a major grade if this you fail this test you're pretty much screwed um, yeah so you know the consequences of that but when you look at like 
like you know, your brain and your mind and the chemicals in there you don't know the percentage like if i have a little too much dopamine if i my adrenaline yeah. spikes if i panic if i yeah you know. everything makes such a big difference like yeah. we're capable of so much when things change like that so yeah it's it's very difficult to kind of like place things like that's why it's so difficult to kind of like have such structured ways of looking at things because it's like we don't fit into that we don't work with that we're so unaware of like everything and it's just so dynamic so to try and like set up some extremely explicit like law or like philosophy or ethical whatever like it's not really going to work for the most part at this point yeah yeah and it's hard to tell what which is which and who's who and and you know it's hard exactly and you know of course you're born into the world and you're born into something not not you're not creating anything and things are hard to change like certain things and you might not know how to change the system because like i mean you can't really change capitalism unless you start your own country or something yeah yeah and yeah it's in a tricky spot so there's always going to be that capitalism that's going to be above you know you know um it's like uh, especially in america it's all about god and taxes those are the mm. two things you can't get rid of usually mm. i mean <laughs> they're, they're, they're people like you know if you don't pay your taxes man you're going to jail like there's no mm. if ands or buts they got acapone on that like there's so many criminal enterprises that fall from taxes from you know doing tax evasion and they didn't figure out like this this is the worst criminal act you could commit because it can get you on that that's the only thing yeah you could like yeah. be wanted for like a dozen murders and not paying your taxes is the reason why you go to jail. Like it's yeah. so strange. And I always look at like other countries and I'm like, I have no idea what your laws is. Like if I go to Australia, like, I don't know. I'm not supposed yeah. to poke a kangaroo like, <laughs> you know? and y'all don't know our laws. And it, 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 it's really something I feel like it's terrible that, that, uh, you know, every, we have so many borders, so many like, Team, you know, team versus team, you know, um, like over there, you, y'all call football football. It's yeah, it, it, <laughs> like I always like, I'm like, fo- yeah, there's definitely a lot of differences. It's American football or American, yeah, yeah, American football. That's what I have to say. Sometimes mm. I just, it's hard to say, but yeah, yeah, uh, the world's the world's messed up, but it's also the world's a weird place. Yeah, it's strange. It's it's fascinating, but now yeah, I, I don't know. True. I feel so much. I don't know. I always like social media. People always tell me like, "Oh my god, it's so terrible!" All these people, you know, charging people for things, and you know, mm. people, especially your body. If you're you don't look a certain way. Um, yeah, I feel like it's very easy to get caught up in things, and obviously, a lot of people don't like certain aspects of everything. But like, because that applies to literally everything ever, like I don't see how that should be too much of an issue. Um, I don't know. Everything just. Depends on how you approach it. Depends on how people take it. Like, there's not that much you can do. <laughs> I don't know. I see. That's like, like I don't know. I feel like you're the, you're taking. I don't know. I'm not to say the easy way out, but the like the the, the deterministic way out. Like mm. everything, you know, you can't change that. I'm like, well, you probably you can control what you can do, yes, and yes. then try and do that as best as you can mm-hmm. to influence as many people as you can, but in terms of like that's as far as it's going to reach so i think focusing all your energy on that is the most crucial part 
rather than like worrying about what other people are thinking or worrying about what their like their interpretation of you is going to be mm-hmm. i think it's better to focus on focus on yourself like, like focus on yourself and what you can control yeah okay but i i yeah okay so what i think is like you focus on yourself you get yourself fixed or whatever you want to call it because people have different terms for that like mm-hmm. get yourself to a place where you feel comfortable trying yeah. to fix other things that are outside of your control like there's like say you you got everything or you got everything you could do you you have more and money is like i always feel like people put too much on the money thing like you just need enough money where you're like comfortable and you know what what we can handle because like people panic like you can have hearts up like oh my gosh i'm i'm running out of money and this and that and you know so many people panic on that but i think yeah. the, the approach you should take is you know the philosophy of cleaning your room and being in this kind of <laughs> state because i i mean like we all have it we're all in disarray so we're mm-hmm. all we're all in different stages and people don't really understand that you know making fun of someone in that stage because or you know telling someone oh you're in a bad stage well mm-hmm. it, everything's a work in progress there's not there's not a perfection there's no no such thing as that there yeah there is like it doesn't work like that and things don't work like that like you're not going to look like that like uh, especially when people say i, I want to look like her or i want to look like him yeah yeah like that's such an unhealthy mentality yeah and that's like you know and then i'm like well you can look you're not going to look exactly like that you're going to look a little different it's not yeah there's a slight slight adjustment to everything yeah yeah like i think it's fine to have goals and fine to have inspiration and whatever and other people but like it should never extend as far as to as so that you're obsessed with it and that that's all you fixate on and you just hate yourself so much because you're not exactly like that and like that's when it starts becoming this really unhealthy kind of place Mm -hmm. and you need to be very aware of that I think um and how you should change yourself because you want to and because you want to improve and blah 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 blah, rather than because you really really dislike what you are right now I think it's such a fragile and such an uh an easy mind state to be um affected and stuff like that and i think people really need to be more aware of how to approach these things yeah and the approach is like the you know it's like do i want to do this do i want not you know it's like always a back and forth and you know uh it's good i mean social media is great now because like of course you have i bet you you've helped people and you don't even know it and you've probably changed their lives and you don't even know it but it's 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 always there and you're gonna be like huh well i changed someone 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 just from seeing me and the inspiration that they got from you because i get inspiration from other people like it's not it's not it's not uh, a different it, it happens for everyone and mm-hmm. you get inspired to do things i mean for yeah. the longest time i wanted to be michael jordan but then I learned <laughs> genetics actually play a role. You've got to be six. Yeah, there, there you know, are there, some limits. <laughs> there, there are certain things that you cannot do. You can't be, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm the average man, about five, seven, five, eight, maybe. Yeah. You know, I push, I push the height a little just because. <laughs> Round up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, what are you talking about? Five, eight and three quarters or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, you can't really change that. I mean, maybe one day because, you know. I was looking at, uh, what's that thing called? It's a genetic changing thing, CRISPR. It's like this, and it's really weird. I, I don't know if that's ever going to become like a reality. I know they 
done tests of where they could change, get rid of the chemical that uh, like could change a genetic code and give you like a where you nicotine like for smokers get rid of that that yeah. thing. So if they ever yeah. finished cold turkey, they'd be okay, and they wouldn't have that that desire to go back to smoking or uh, you know whatever destroying those. Res- turning off the receptors not destroying them i always get confused yeah terminology but like it's it's always like that stuff like i'm like if that happens man i'm making myself six 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 three or something and yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna be you know it's so i can actually play basketball for once like (laughs) you don't know how many times i've tried to take a shot and i just get swatted off my my hands it's like it's so disappointing (laughs) because you know yeah. I mean, you can do well around like people my height. Like I'd be like, okay, I can handle you. You're five, five, eight, and three quarters. Um, yeah. Really. But yeah, that's always like a, a way of how I look at it. And there's certain stuff you cannot focus on. Like you're putting energy on stuff that doesn't. Like there's not going to be any result. You're not going to. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like that shouldn't be the change that you focus on. You should focus on other things that is within your power. And that, you know, could actually make a difference if you wanted to. So I think that's that's definitely a really important message. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such an important message. And, you know, it doesn't, and time, the amount of time it takes. Like, exactly. Like, you don't want to be wasting your time doing something that, you know, worrying about something that's out of your control. Like, I think that's that's the worst part, for sure. And do you ever find yourself, like, worrying about stuff you can't control? Because I always find myself... Um, I think so, yeah. I think I've been getting better with it. Um, but definitely I'll catch myself <laughs> worrying about things. I'm like, there's no reason to worry about that. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think for the most part this would come with, like, you know, like uni stuff you know like oh worrying about that exam and like blah, blah blah after it's done but like you know it's done like just stop thinking about it it's nothing you can do right now like little things like that i'll find myself getting caught up in and like what do you what are you like i don't want to say issues but like or do you have procrastination or are you like one of those people that oh i'm such a procrastinator like oh. i can't do anything <laughs> without at least <clears throat> spending like double the time procrastinating like it's it's ridiculous so yeah, I def- that's something I can control and I should control, but I don't know. It's okay. it's very difficult. <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. Do you like my argument? Like I procrastinate a lot too. Like I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's chemical in my brain or my brain's messed up. <laughs> blame it on the brain. I always blame it on the brain because now the brain, the heart, the heart used to be the brain. Now it's like the brain is the brain. That, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So like my brain, uh, I'm always like, oh my god, my brain is smudged. Like it's it's just just <laughs> fudge. Like the things that I can't remember, like people's names. Like I, I can be like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh gosh, don't forget the name, don't forget the name. Don't yeah, be. yeah. And I panic. I'm I'm not panicking, but I, I'm like, okay, stay calm, stay calm. I mean, like, yeah. So many things, just like with the brain. And I used huh. to say, like when I was a kid, I used to say, my heart, my heart, my heart, my heart. I'm trying to tell you my feelings or whatever, you know. Um, yeah. Because I didn't understand that the brain was like the heart and the heart's not the heart. Because, like, <laughs> you know, you're told like your heart, why, oh, you're, you know, why are you hurting? Because your heart, you know, it broke your heart. Yeah, yeah, everything comes from your heart, but no, it doesn't really do anything. Like, well, <laughs> Except hot blood. And my brain's like, you know, sometimes I think it's just, I don't know what it is. Like, 
maybe because uh, you know fatigue or something i i just don't know what it is because it's always like hey you should do that later yeah uh, do that at the last yeah. minute I don't know. Yeah, there must be something that makes us more inclined to putting stuff off. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's like, I'm. I know I'm going to be really stressed if I don't do this right now. I know I'm. This is going to affect, you know, my my like time later on and my exams, my results. Like, I know the consequences and I know what's weighted on me doing this thing right now. But I still won't do it. <laughs> And I'll still procrastinate and leave it until later. Like, oh, I don't know. It kills me. I'll okay. definitely I have one. To... I have one bad uh, kind of half-baked theory on that. I always think, all right, the reason why I procrastinate, and of course, you know, this all sounds like excuses, right? So everybody's like, that's just an excuse. I'm like, now I'm trying to make an <laughs> argument. It's a half-baked <laughs> argument. But I'm trying to think about this, yeah. Yeah, anal- you know, think about this, you know, analyze it. What I think it is, is for me, I'm not sure for everyone else because there's like seven theories you come up with. For me, what I think it is, is because I like to see if I could do something at the last minute. Like, it's a challenge. Okay. <laughs> it's a challenge. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. want to make it even more challenging for uh-huh. yourself. So like, you know, say you have to do something in five minutes. Well, let's see if I can do it in two, you know, <laughs> and like I'll do it in between classes as well, or I will do it during classes as well. You know, mm-hmm. say if I have I haven't uh, turned in a paper or something, and I haven't started at all, and I'm in the yeah. middle of whatever, learning about you know neuroscience, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna do this math paper that I need or whatever paper I need to do, right now, and I try to see if I can do it as fast as possible, and even though I do half baked job, get a result that that doesn't. You know that is higher than the time. Like if you invest an hour into doing something, you expect some result. You know if you put two hours, you expect a higher result. It's just naturally what people think. But then I also think like there's diminishing returns. Like if you take forever to do something, mm-hmm. like you know if it takes you like an hour to write out like a ten-page paper, like that's how how I might or like whatever time you would say ten hours to make a ten-page paper. And I do it in like three hours like that's i think the three hours is better than the 10 because maybe i put in better focus than you mm. and mm. procrastination oh my gosh like that it's just <laughs> such a challenging thing to combat yeah. and i always it's just so hard to overcome sometimes and like i'm like do you ever get that feeling like you're just like i'm gonna push this off a day or two or like i find that with scheduling things like i'm just like like mm. especially you know a lot of people like to plan i think that's great and it can be a helpful tool to get your laugh in order Um, yeah (laughs) but then i also just want to do things like hey let's go let's go to the ferris wheel i don't know let's do something yeah 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 because i don't know i feel like we 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 feel we put too much control to ourselves like we don't just like you know people get mad at me because sometimes i just come up with random ideas like let's do this why not why not just have Tegan on the podcast? Why? You know, and people <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, that's like, a good approach for sure. And people look at me like I'm a psychopath. Like, like I just, I don't know what I just did, but like, I'm like, oh my gosh, well, okay, yeah. maybe shouldn't have said that. Or I mean, that's like a good way of like, you know, creating opportunities for yourself and like putting yourself out there. Like it can definitely be a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's always like, Oh man, this this creepy dude just sent me an email. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, I try to look at it from the other side of the glass. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, oh. like sometimes you just need to like slow down and like see it from every perspective. Like you know, there's no verification kind of way. Like how do you verify someone's not, you know, an axe murderer? Yeah. You know, I don't know yeah. who you, you are. You just have to like trust your judgments, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a weird, weird area. Yeah, I always found that fascinating. And like, you know, are you my enemy? Are you my friend? Like. Like, yeah, like making judgments and like seeing like how accurate they are and stuff. And reacting to people like, man, if you put, I mean, some people don't work. Like, I I think I'm better under pressure. Most most people. I mean, I I don't know about you when you procrastinate, but, you know, (laughs) I, I sit down, I think I'm like, all right, I have eight hours. Let's figure this out till I have to do this thing or whatever. And then I get it done. Sometimes, you know, I've been close, like this close to like just a, a wee bit. I don't know if that's how you say it in Australia. A wee bit, <laughs> a wee bit, wee bit almost late. Like like it was last second, last moment. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Late. That's just so much unnecessary stress to me. Like I do that as well, but I hate it. Like I hate that feeling. I'd rather get it done early. I just never do. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that's an approach It's because it, it builds up. Your stress, I don't know. I think we need stress. I think that's something that you... Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's something that drives us to do better. It's like the whole adrenaline thing. Like, we we use it to kind of perform better and to do things well. But it shouldn't be something that we, like, go out of our way to use to, like, finish an assignment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, an assignment, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's, it's just all about, like, time management. Like, it's just so hard sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm getting better, so we'll see. <laughs> do you feel like, is it, like, do you like people telling you what what to do? Like, do you like direction? There you go. Mm, not really, but I guess it just completely depends on the situation. Like, if it's, if it's like, some random assignment and I know nothing about it and it's really hard and you're telling me nothing, like, I don't know, that can get really stressful. But if it's, like, an area that's really cool and I really love it and I can go off and do my own thing, then I'll like that too. Like, it completely depends on the situation. Um, but for the most part, probably would prefer to do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. That that, that to- to- makes sense because it's, like, I don't know, we focus on stuff we don't like a lot of the times. Like, you know, you don't like doing this, you don't like doing that. I'm like gosh why are you still doing it then do something else yeah yeah exactly see things like that definitely like people need to just take initiative and just change what they don't like about their life sometimes it's like little changes it's a good approach. yeah yeah i mean like i'm one of those people like say you sent me to australia for a month and i had to be on the beach and just relax and chill heck no that's not gonna happen like it's it, i have to be doing something yeah like you have to be busy sort of thing yeah and and you know whatever it is like I don't know. I think everyone gets like that, you know, you finish school or summer or whatever you call it over there. I don't know what's called in Australia, but you get that, you know, like it's over. Like there's a there's a calm and then the storm is coming again and you start again. And it's just like a cycle that, you know, of course, you're going to finish at some point. Then you got to move on to other things. And you're like, man, you got to start adulting now. Like adulting's a thing. And then you gotta start looking at like the world and capitalism is gonna be involved and this and that. So I don't know. I find that interesting. But yeah. Well, how long will it take you? Like, are you planning to be at like a lecture, like a neuroscientist, neuroscientist that teaches, or like, what do you want to do with that? Just curious. 
Um, I think for now I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm happy to keep studying. Like I'd like to do my master's soon. Um, and then just see how we go from there. <laughs> see what my options are. Cause right now, like, I don't know. I feel like I've just started, like I've just gotten into this field. I know nothing. I don't know what my options are, what I could do. Um, so I think going even more in depth and learning about things that I like even more in detail, I can ultimately find out where I could go. But like for, for now, I, have, I know nothing. Like I don't know what I could do. Uh, see, like that, like you don't know. I don't understand. Like I always take that approach because like you don't, I don't know, confidence is like this weird thing, you know. Like you, mm. you can be really confident and know nothing about the subject. That makes you look smart. Yeah, yeah. See, it doesn't necessarily. Yeah, people who know exactly what they want to do. Like sometimes it can be great, but sometimes it can be very limiting because it's like it means they're not going to try anything else either, and they could potentially like other things so much more. Yeah, but I take the the cookie jar method. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard cookie that? jar? Okay, so the cookie no. jar, the cookie jar method is just basically like you know, yeah, you pick about. You know, a lot of people, I say three to five, pick three to five things that you love or like or whatever you're passionate about. And you learn, like you pick a main one, of course, like you pick your neuroscience or whatever you want to call it. Then you got yeah. your whatever you want to start a business and then you got this and then you just mix the cookie jars together. Yeah. So then you not doing one thing, but you're doing many things. Yeah. But that's Yeah, it. I think that's definitely quite an ideal mm -hmm. if you can... If you have time for that if you want to do that. You got to be careful with some things because some things are singular pursuits. And you got to be really careful with that because there's like two or three things that I could say. If you want to do that, that's all you have to do. You got to put your 100% focus on that because there's consequences if you, you know, you're not good at what you do. You know? But like there's a, so many things you could just like switch, swip and swap and whatever. But like whenever you become a neuroscience or whatever because it's going to be interesting because I, I you're going to have mm. to drop real knowledge on me because I, I'll know things. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> for and, sure for sure every time I have a new discovery I'll let you know <laughs> yeah, like if you find like oh, a new part of the brain that we didn't know existed or how it works yeah. or whatever oh that'd be so great <laughs> we'll see if I ever get to that level yeah. and, and I don't know I feel like like you say you know nothing right you don't understand like not know nothing but you don't understand like you don't you don't feel comfortable at the level you're at because there's so many other people mm. that are know so much more than you right yeah because that's the way i always think about it because like you know I, like of course uh i always say like you know you know one subject and this is the subject you're learning but there's all these other people that like know so much more and you you feel like mm. intimidated kind of you're kind of mm. a little 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 at edge because you don't want to say anything right because mm. you don't think you know or you, you know some people like really like discussing things and some people don't because they get uncomfortable with the the way of talking but i don't know i feel like that's always a different approach but i don't know well it's it's i think it's time for me to let you go because thank you um it's i, I see the, the the time um yeah Tegan's, do you have? I'll just put all of her stuff in the description, and y'all can check it out. I guess, yeah. And uh, I think this was episode sixty. Sixty. Oh, the six wow, the big uh, six hours. Yeah, and then uh, next uh, guest is Lacey Dunn, and then we. 
I'm gonna take a break. I need a break. Okay. <laughs> you need a break. All right. It was so great to talk to you. All right. Thank you, Tegan. And thank you. You know, I don't know how do you, what do you how do you say goodbye in Australia? <laughs> I don't know. We just I don't think we have a particular way to say. Ah. Uh, okay. See you later. There you go. See you later. Well, right? See you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Bye bye.